This is the Alternative Edge, home of KBVU Podcasts. Welcome back to Wonderful Football and Focused, Austin West, and of course, Lavelle Harris from California joining us today. Lavelle, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. How are you doing today? I'm doing all right. How was Christmas for you guys? It was amazing. Just hanging out with the family, enjoying time, doing us Christmas things, you know, Christmas things. How was oh, you? Uh, yeah. I mean, I could probably about the same for me as well. I mean, just chilling out. I went to a food coma Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, so that was a blast. Mm-hmm. Um, I am probably gained so much weight just from those two days alone um, that I'll probably be having to deal with till we go back from break <laughs> honestly at this point it feels like but other than that yeah uh i mean we, we had football over the weekend over christmas so i mean you can't yes. complain there whatsoever was, i mean yeah there's football for many days what in a row well, I, don't know I think it was like six out of seven or like 12 yeah. out of 14 or something like it that was, i think it was it was nice nuts nice it was nice all football yeah no, it, it was it was great and it was even better that our episode from last week didn't even come out till Christmas Day because of technical difficulties here uh, with my computer because it just wouldn't upload and it quit, kept refusing to upload. I thought it would upload. I'd check it. It hadn't, so I'd start the upload again, and I'd check it again. It hadn't uploaded, and it just went like that for two days because I was so busy, and I couldn't really check it all the time. And So, yeah, we apologize for the late episode last week. Hopefully this one will be up. Uh, tonight because there's no Thursday night football this week, surprisingly. Which I'm, yeah. it's weird. It's weird not having football on a Thursday night. I'm not sure how I feel about it. They don't have Thursday night football. It's just, just it doesn't feel right. You don't know what to do with yourself at this point. Like, there's nothing you can do. I mean, not that last week's Thursday night football game was much better than what we wanted to watch. I mean, the Titans beat the 49ers 20 to 17 and mm. just painfully it hurt it hurt to see bits and pieces of it that night um as a 49ers fan not a great christmas present for me um that's probably one of the probably my least favorite that i had (laughs) but other than that i mean yeah i mean jimmy garoppolo might have hurt his thumb in that one as well on a sack so that wasn't great not he not trying to make excuses because it just wasn't a great game throughout for either team um but now very good, but came yeah. out with a last second field goal, and Titans yep. came out on top. A lot of close games this week too. So. There, there were, there were a lot of close games. But I will say this uh, last thing for the 49ers: Trey Lance is expected to start. There's been no words out of the 49ers organization, other than obviously Jimmy hasn't been doing well at practice uh, with his thumb injury. He didn't practice. I think it was today. He just didn't practice, um, or it was yesterday. One of the two. Um, the beat reporters have really been on top of it. So they play the Texans next week. So Trey Lance might get his third career start, uh, against the Texans who are four and 11. Uh, we'll talk about their game a bit later. Uh, first, like Lavelle was saying, close games, Packers over the Browns, 24 to 22. Honestly, I don't know what I would have done if the Browns won this game. But they almost like, they just look, awful the first half it looked like it was gonna be a blowout and then i just looked at scores super close like what just happened i kind of lost baker had like three baker picks. yeah he's like three picks in the first he half four. or something didn't he yeah, he had four, four? In the whole game. 
scoring. That's what I thought. Game. Yeah, it was Three crazy first. amount. Yeah, I thought they were gonna get blown out, and to only lose by two points is, hey, clap it up for the Browns. Surprising. It's surprising. <laughs> I'll be honest. It's very surprising. But hey, Browns fans, I'm not sure they'll take it. But I mean, they're not as upset as they could have been. I guess yeah. is the best is the best way to put it. It could have been I think. really bad. Or would you rather have taken a blown out? Being blown out. I don't know. I feel like I always prefer close games rather than blowouts. Uh, just because you're like, like... I feel I like, like we've had this conversation before, too, yeah, multiple have, times. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like losing a close game, I like watching it more. But, like, having a loss, I would rather, like, them blow us out. If we lose, I don't want to lose a close game. I want us to yeah, I feel like games and it's just well. Yeah, I feel like close games hurt more in the moment you lose. Yeah, but then you're over it quicker. But then blowout wins, it's like crap. But it's just more of a long, held out kind of hurt afterwards. Like, gosh, we really got blown out. Like, yeah. that sucks. Like, like oh, we could have had them, but now we know what we can work for. And next time, we'll we'll beat them. But like, if you're blown out, it's like. I don't know if we can fix that many things. <laughs> yeah. Um. Another what was this Christmas was Saturday, so that was a Christmas yeah. Day game. Was Packers Browns, and the other one was Colts Cardinals, which the Colts got the win, twenty-two to sixteen. Cardinals oh. on the downward spiral. We right love to see it. Right at well time, like it's kind of not team. a good time to do it. <laughs> not a good time. Definitely not a good time. Chargers looking like that as well. They might not even make it. So, <laughs> There's a lot of teams that are starting to look like that, times, to be honest. Like they're up and down. You have, it has their ups. Cardinals had their ups a lot. There's might be the down spiral right now. Yeah. We'll see. They're, well, that's what, kind of the story of the Cardinals all the time. Second in the division right now? Yeah, I think the Rams have just topped them in the division. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're both, I think, at 10-5. and five. No, Rams are 11-4, and four, excuse me. So yeah, Rams are on top of the division. They've clinched playoffs so far. Mm-hmm. Um, they're one of the teams that have, anyways. Not by division, I think, just by. Well, no, I, I don't playoff. think by division, just they by clinched, standings. Yeah, they clinched playoff berth. They both did. These two. Yep. Rams, Cardinals. They ain't clinched the yeah. division yet. So you'll see no. Because Rams played Niners. Last all week. the divisions have winners except the NFC West. Yeah, every NFC division has been decided besides NFC West. None of the AFC AFC exactly. divisions have been decided besides the West. And the West, so was it's the weird. Close. The West was the yeah, closest, the... and it ended up being the Chiefs again. Whatever, of course, because we suck. Yeah, I know okay. it hurts, buddy. <laughs> it's painful. But, I know. But hey, these other games, nine and six, those Patriots, that's gonna be great. Oh, and then the I Dolphins can't wait. Yeah. In there too. There's the yeah, there's great games. We need the Dolphins to lose, and we need the Ravens to lose, and we need to win out. And we're good. Sheesh, there's a lot of stuff that you need to happen, bud. We just need. I one think ours is, we're the same we way just too. Need one loss, one loss from one of those teams. Oh, well, that's not too bad then. Because yeah, let's see. Looking here, Ravens play the Rams. 
Yeah. There you go. That could be it. Dolphins, Titans. I think Dolphins win that one, though. So Dolphins, Titans, and then Dolphins, Patriots. So I'm just. Ooh, Dolphins, Patriots will be close. It always is. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. We're going to see. It is. Uh, moving on to the day after Christmas, we had that Sunday. Falcons, Lions. Falcons win 20 to 16. Lions still going on down, kind of on their. The story that they've been all season. Cordell Patterson just kind of the all-star for the Falcons that we've seen all year long. I mean, that one's just kind of two losing teams fighting for draft spots. Uh, um, yeah. yeah. I mean, they both wanted to re- lose, but it's whoever wanted to lose more. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's how it goes. Like the tank for Tua Bowl a couple of years ago or the tank for Trevor Bowl we had last year. Yeah. Uh, who wants to lose more pretty much? Tank for Tua. Yeah. Hey, that, I remember that. That was good times. That, that might have backfired a little bit, but not right now. For it seemed like it for a couple of years there. Now, yeah. Yeah, two is looking a lot better, and so are the Dolphins. So, I don't know. I think I think he's starting to pan out the way they wanted him to. <laughs> just had to give him um, some time. Give some time. Yeah, just had to give him some time because I mean, look at uh, Josh Allen's rookie year. Josh Allen's rookie year was bad. He did not look very good. I mean, you could yeah. see it. You, there were glimpses, but he did not look great his rookie year, and now look at him in his second, third year now, I think. So much better. So much better. And, I mean, that's just yeah, that's just how it goes with QBs a lot of the time, too. So, um, Rams-Vikings. Uh, this game, Rams win this 30-23, so still another close one. Uh, but this one was painful to watch. I Being at this game, this one hurt me to watch. Because there was absolutely nothing happening on offense on either side. Like, their drives were just not doing what you would imagine they would. Like, the Rams scored seven in each quarter. The only time they didn't was they scored two field goals in the second and then scored a touchdown and a field goal in the fourth. Meanwhile, the Vikings didn't score anything. Didn't score a touchdown until the second half where they scored ten in the third and fourth quarters and a field goal in the second. So it was like, Meh, nothing's happening. And then, of course, I have fantasy players on these teams. So I have Alexander Madison, the running back for the Vikings. I have Sony Michelle and Daryl Henderson for the Rams. I have Cooper Cup. I'm playing against some of these guys as well. And it's mm-hmm. like none of these guys are getting production, so I feel great, but I also feel crappy. Plus, yeah. Sony Michelle was in basically the whole game. Daryl Henderson got one touch the entire game in the third quarter. Ran it, was a run for 17 yards, had Achilles injury, is now out for the season on IR. Mm-hmm. So he had one play for 1.7 fantasy points. And of course, I had started Daryl Henderson thinking he would still get his workload that he usually does instead of Sony Michelle. Sony Michelle gets like 20 fantasy points. Um, it wouldn't have been the difference in a win by any means against BPAT, who I had him against. Uh, it would have made it a lot closer, but I definitely, it wouldn't have won me anything by any means. Uh, he he outright beat me thanks to T Higgins, uh, who we'll t- who we'll talk about a lot later. Uh, yeah, but other than that, he was yeah. So that hurt. It it was just painful to watch all around with all these guys just not doing anything at all. Neither offense like these are two of the most proficient offenses in the league, and they're just nothing, just nothing explosive happening the entire time. Well. Just, it just, good defenses. They have great, great defenses too. Though. They do have some great defenses, so, but 
it's even a, the defenses didn't seem like they were doing much. Effort. It's a team effort. Field it is. It is. Plays a part. Like, hey, they're just playing the punt game. Yeah. Sometimes it seemed more like bad positioning than defense at some point, like bad offensive play than good defense. But the defenses were still phenomenal. I mean, on both yeah. sides, they're fantastic. But still, sometimes you thought maybe they'd get some something going, but n- yeah. they never really did. Like they'd drive maybe 20, 30 yards and then get held up or something, and then nothing would happen after that. But it, uh, it's, yeah. it's, what you, it's what you get. So hey, it's a Vikings game, so it's a Vikings game. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, don't tell Pete at that. But yeah, what? sometimes yeah, it's what you get from the Vikings. Um, yeah, he listened to the last one where we, me, Marco, and Fascio were talking bad about you guys when you weren't there. He listened yeah. to that one right away, so he sent me a text. So we'll see what he says after this one. He didn't send me anything about the last one. I don't remember what he said, but I remember we said something at the end of it. So yeah. I don't remember. Maybe he just didn't take enough offense to it, but maybe or he was he busy because it was Christmas. Man. It was Christmas too, so maybe he just didn't see it. That's yeah. easily a possibility. Um, speaking of who wants to lose more, Jets Jaguars faced yeah. off as well. Jets get the win, twenty six twenty one. A really close Jaguars. game too. Jaguars wanted to lose more. Teams. The Jets wanted to win more. I saw it. Zach Wilson. Oh, he looked good. He looked, he looked good, good that game. He didn't look like a rookie QB. He could run. He actually looked like sixty-two yard that. touchdown scramble. Like his own only QB in the league to have a um what was it? I think it was a sixty-plus rushing touchdown. Yeah, sixty-two yeah. was his. And yeah, I don't think I've ever seen anyone run rush that far in recent memory. I think Michael Vick might have had something close. Yeah. Back in his prime, I feel I feel like he definitely did. He definitely or had to have at some point. Like when he was either with the Falcons or with the Eagles, I feel like he had to have. Both probably. at least. Mm-hmm. Um Eagles Giants, that one uh, not much of anything. <laughs> Eagles <laughs> blow out the Giants thirty four to ten. But don't worry, guys. The Giants are bringing back Joe Judge and Daniel Jones next year. They'll they'll be back. Don't worry. Those those two guys are gonna stick with you. You're you're gonna have them still. Um, so whether Giants fans like that or not, that's 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 really the question here. Question I mean, everyone has to. Ask. Yeah. Do you yeah. actually like that? Because I mean, the fan appreciation game, the f- season ticket holders, they got a free medium drink, I think, and that was mm-hmm. it. That was their fan appreciation day game. Really? Yeah, so. Yeah, it was not. Yeah. I don't think it was the Eagles game. Might have been the week before. Um, but I mean, e yikes! A free drink? Like, man. <laughs> Ooh, a free medium soft drink. Thanks. Wait, are you a season a ticket dog? holder? No, no, no hot dog. Just the medium drink, and you have to be a season ticket holder. The normal people, the normal people that are there for the one game, you don't get, you don't get squat, you don't get nothing. Nope. Nope, you cannot. You cannot get a free Imagine drink. Imagine being racist. No. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't think that's what it was. <laughs> I, I don't think that's how they were selecting yeah. people to give free drinks to. <laughs> I swear that is. I think that's just by uh, income at that point. Uh, who can afford season tickets gets a free drink. <laughs> Those who can only afford one game. 
they they don't get it. They don't get it. They just they but, just gotta pay for their drinks, you know. Because yeah, you gotta pay for your drinks like the rest of us. The no- rest of us normal people. Yeah. The season ticket holders, no, you guys get the free drink. The rest of you, you're back down to earth with everybody else. You, you don't get any special. Four bucks for this drink. Yeah. yeah. Four. <laughs> it's probably more like six. <laughs> it's probably six bucks for a medium no drink. Way. You kidding me? <laughs> I I wouldn't doubt it. Medium drink, I would be so mad. <laughs> Boy, I Dude, that. I wonder if you could look it up. I'm going to look it up. Giants stadium drink prices. New York Giants. Okay, here we go. Oh, let's see. Oh, it's a beer and a hot dog. Okay, so we can judge it off this. Um, let's see. Okay, so price of a beer is eleven bucks, and a hot dog is six fifty. Um, a beer it says is sixteen ounces. So a sixteen. What's a medium? Medium is probably about six ounces, right? Sixteen ounces, right? Yeah. So probably a little less than eleven. So it might be close. It might be close to six bucks. Honestly, mm, I wouldn't. No. I wouldn't doubt it. Especially oh. the soft drinks. I don't know about that. I know that's what I. Ooh. Oh, I might have found it. Oh, did I find a menu? <laughs> no, I found a menu, but it's got no prices on it. Dang it! It does not tell me the prices. That's oh. that's disappointing oh well i'm not gonna get go down that rabbit hole too far <laughs> i don't want to get that distracted like we like to get unfocused but not, not that unfocused that's a little that's a little much for us even i want to say oh <laughs> uh, what's our next game here bill's patriots the one everybody was waiting for because yeah. last time we saw these two face off mac jones threw the ball three times and the patriots got a win in the freeze bowl or whatever i don't know that thing was windy Windy is all get out cold. Um, but this one does not go that way as the Bills get a huge win. 33 to 21. Both teams now sitting at nine and six in the division. So I mean it's it's looking close over there in the AFC East. It's whoever wins out at this point. That's pretty much how it's gonna come down to. I mean, that's really all you can do is just and then what they're one one split? Dang, how would they decide mm-hmm. that? So it's gonna come down to like tiebreakers and stuff. Unless the Jets beat them in the last, G- Jets beat the Bills in the last week, or the Dolphins beat the Patriots in Week 18. Yeah. So, like, I love that all these wild card rounds haven't even been decided yet. It's just Gross. makes me happy. I, if we're going into Week 17 and half of this hasn't even been decided yet, just ha- it feels good. It feels good. Um, keep moving along here. Bengals, Ravens, Bengals destroy the Ravens, forty-one oh to twenty-one. Uh, Josh Johnson was the quarterback for the Ravens. Uh, we just saw him on the Jets earlier this season, filling in for Zach Wilson and Mike White. Uh, when they both went down with injuries, he did fairly good for himself. Twenty-eight yeah. for forty, two touchdowns and a pick, three hundred yards, like. That's pretty good for being the third string guy they just pulled from a different team a couple weeks ago. I just want to say Ravens are the I like the Ravens just because they have all the black quarterbacks. Like they literally <laughs> have three black quarterbacks start for them this year and I've never seen a black quarterback. Okay, never mind. I seen Tyrod. I was about to say I never seen a black quarterback start for the Chargers and then I was like I seen Tyrod Taylor. Never mind. But yeah. hey, the Ravens are That was what, that. one game? 
he started one yeah. game for you guys. So yeah, you barely got yeah. to enjoy it. But that no, is crazy. It, it was two weeks, and then I think the third week. Oh, it was two. Okay, I thought it was one. Okay, it's been so long ago. I just accept Joe Burrow as the savior of the Chargers. You know, I just yeah, I don't even focus on how he got there. Just know that he's there. But I mean, Josh Johnson. I saw so many people after that game. They're like, Josh Johnson is really this third string guy who's bouncing around the league when he could probably beat out half of these backup quarterbacks anywhere else. But like, like, in, people I were just not that. happy about it. I don't get how they say that, but they've been backups. They're a backup for a reason. Like the guy yeah. should know he's a backup. Like he should. He's been backup for years on years, like fifteen years, hasn't? It? Josh Johnson? Yeah. It's only been like five or six, I think. Uh, it hasn't been. It's been Meanwhile, Mike know. Glennon has probably been 15 years, it feels like. Because Josh Johnson was from the Bang or the um, Steelers. He's the backup for Ben. He was the backup for the 49ers for a while, too. Um, let me double check. We want Josh Johnson. There he is. He was drafted in 2008, so you you are a lot closer than I thought you would be. So it's two, 12, 13 years. Hey, He's been I'm on. That's close. pretty close. That's pretty close. I seen something about it, and I was like, "What?" It was something like right there. I'm telling you, he's been on 13 close. teams. He's yeah, been he's on been 13 on... teams in 13 years. Yeah, he's been on back. He's been a backup for like all these teams, like. At and for point, like one year too, a team should see like he's maybe this good. Like he guy is pretty good. Like you would right? think, but yeah. And then because people really wanted to compare him to Mike Glennon, and he was in the XFL. He went for the to the XFL for a year too, and he showed out there for the Dragons, uh, for a little while. But I mean, so let's see. He was with the Bucks from '09 to '11. He was with the Browns '2012, Bengals '2013. Uh, was out of the league for five years, it looks like, till 2018. He was on the Washington football team, Jets in 2021, XFL before that, and the Ravens in 2021. So he's been on a lot of practice squads in there as well, yeah. uh, I know, because he was on the 49ers for a time, because I think they had talked about bringing him up at one point, I think last year, the year before, uh, mm-hmm. when Jimmy had gotten injured. So, I mean, yeah. So he's been bouncing around. But, He's a good, he was a good QB versus this game, but he had to face against Joe Burrow, and he threw about, just he threw about nuts. He threw 525 yards and four touchdowns, and that's, that's kind of <laughs> you can't. Crazy. It's hard to compete with that. It's hard it's to keep hard. up with that. It's hard. Like imagine trying to compete with 525 yards. T. Higgins going 12 receptions, 194 yards, and two touchdowns. Then he yeah. lost two people. It was it was the, that was the most disgusting catch I've ever seen this year. Dude, th- that whole game was just kind of disgusting in every way. Just the way the Bengals played was just yeah, unbelievably good. That that, that like out and up from Tyler Boyd in the slot was so. Oh my gosh, that thing was beautiful. I liked watching that game. Was Tyler Boyd time. did great in that game too. T Hig- we talked about great. T Higgins, but Tyler Boyd did fantastic in that game too. Had, I feel like Jamar three. Chase might have been the least explosive, like the least noticed guy in that game of the I receivers. Think- I think no, they literally all three of them went crazy, but they oh yeah, Jamar Chase, Jamar Chase just didn't get the touchdown. He had seven receptions no. for 125 yards. Yep, 
You're right. Tyler Boyd had three receptions, 85 yards, and a touchdown, literally. But his three receptions were like they were huge. 28 average, 17 average, 16 average. They're throwing bombs. They're throwing bombs. Throwing. Meanwhile, look at Joe Mixon's receiving right there. The running back, he's averaging 11 yards a reception, and he had a touchdown. 70 right. yards on Dang. six receptions. Like the Bengals are looking scary right now. With the this, pass game, this offense crazy. crazy right now. That's I feel like that's a lot of offense too. Run game three yards per average is not looking very good, but hey. I mean, it's that O line problem they had w- yeah. last year. I mean, it's gotten better, but it obviously 500? hasn't gotten better in the run game. If you throw for five hundred, it's kind of you don't need the run game. It's good in the pass game, but you don't need to. Do, you don't need to use it for the run game. Yeah, which is where like it's like the opposite of where the 49ers O line has struggled. Like they're great in the run game, but as soon as it goes to pass pro, it just all falls apart. <laughs> Especially on that right side after losing Mike McGlinchey. Oh, it was tough when we first lost him, but they've gotten better. They've gotten better, which is good. You like to see it. Like um, the yeah. Kind of, speaking of the Chargers, they're the next game here on the slate. Here, dude. Yeah, we got um, we got uh, Texans. Defeat the Chargers. Joe almost just as bad as the Bengals beat the Ravens, forty-one to twenty-nine. Without Brandon Cooks, I might add. Just just to rub it in a little bit, without Brandon Cooks, the and Texans beat the Chargers, forty-one twenty-nine. They they bought out. They did they thing. Chargers did not come up to play. Defense did not come out to play. Offense. Offense got. I felt like did we pretty did, good. They did pretty good. We just shoot ourselves in the foot a lot. I swear. I swear we yeah. do, we get props, we do, but we just shoot ourselves in the foot. Hey. But we still should have won the game. Like, the game against the Chiefs, still should have won. I mean, um, the 24 from the Texans in the fourth quarter doesn't help anything. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> that's that's for we, sure. We're down by, I think, I think we're down by. You're down seven. by two in the third. We're down, no, we're down by to... four. We're down by four. They have the ball. And... I think it's like four to five minutes left in the game. And we literally just have to get a stop. We're calling our timeouts and everything. We call our last timeout like with three minutes left or two something, two something left. Yeah. And they're going to get a first down. They get a first down. We give up a first down. Our defense can't hold. Hold a third and four. We can't hold a third and four. I don't know why. Just running. Oh, jeez. Rex Burkhead looking like an Adrian Peterson MVP. Like, oh, my gosh. I'm done. I literally, I could I had to stop watching the game after that touchdown. They score, and it was after that. I was like, "Yeah, it's over. We can't do nothing." Like, we could score, and then we come down and score on offense, but our defense can't get a stop. So it's like, what can we do? Yeah, it's At just point, it hurts to watch. It hurts it to hurt. watch. Because we're so that was good the that was the Hawkeyes against Michigan in the Big Ten championship game. I'm just hoping with 75 million in cap, we go after some defensive. Guys, stars like we need stars, some defensive linemen and a linebacker. Please, we try to draft some. Please, we don't know about draft. We could sign draft, but um, I think we gotta do one more thing. Um, I'm trying to think of it. I was thinking we were talking to my dad about it. No, not trade. Oh, they're trying to get Devontae Adams. That's why. That's what people are saying. The people are saying we could get Devontae. Devontae. I don't think your offense needs help. I I think, but that's if we don't sign Mike Williams though, because Mike is in his contract. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's yeah. true. That's true. That's true. Oh, good point. Good sense. point. 
Dang, yeah, I got you. Okay. That adds up. Okay. Okay. I, I see your thought process. I got you. Yeah. All right. I, it could be interesting. But It'd be interesting that to game, see. We got to win out. That's it. Yeah. You got to win out. That's the, that's pretty much everybody. Uh, except the Bucks, obviously, as I believe they're another one that clinch. They defeat the Panthers 32-6. to They become divisional champs. The 18th for Tom Brady. Division champ for him. I think it was 18. Mm-hmm. Could be wrong i don't remember if you saw that or not but i think it was 18 18 something like that because they didn't get it yeah 18 division championships for tom brady because he didn't win a couple uh somehow in the afc east and then he didn't win it last year uh with the bucks he did not and then so i think that's the because when he's been in the league 21 so that means he would have lost three so he Saints. lost two with the Patriots, one with the Buccaneers. Oh, yeah, the Saints won last year, huh? Yeah. yeah. Yep. And even though they beat the Bucks twice, they still couldn't beat him this year in the division. <laughs> <laughs> Which hurts. That, that that sucks. That's tough. Um, Another close game, the snow game of the year. Bears-Seahawks. Bears win 25-24. to I was not able to catch much of this game, but... But I heard it was like a twenty something point comeback. That was like really, oh. yeah. By the Bears, like Seahawks were up, and then the Bears came back and won the game. I don't know how. I Both think... teams five and ten now. Seattle yeah. officially eliminated from the playoffs. Jeez, where do we think Russ is going? I saw uh, Denver. We could see him in Denver. We could see him in New Orleans. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of places I feel like he could go. But, I mean, I think it also comes down to where is Aaron Rodgers going to go? Is Aaron Rodgers going to stay yeah. in Green Bay? Because he's also expressed interest in Denver, which would shove Russ over to New Orleans uh, right away. So they might just pursue him outright. Uh, but, I mean, other than that, I don't think any of those why, other teams in the AFC really want him. Why everyone trying to come to the AFC West, bro? What, what are we doing? What are we doing? Because I think that's where the – QB controversy is the most is Denver and New Orleans. Yeah. Literally. Because where where else would he go? I don't think that he's going to the Jets. Zach Wilson's been pretty good. I also just saw from uh, Chris Sims. He he answered a question on his podcast. I was watching it before you got here. Somebody asked him, who says no to a Russell Wilson, Zach Wilson straight up trade? And he said the Jets say no. Because they want to rebuild around Zach Wilson, and he thinks Seattle would say yes, so they can rebuild around Zach Wilson. Like it literally, he only said that the Jets say no because it came down to Russ hasn't looked his best this year. Zach Wilson has had shining moments, and Russ is getting up there in age, obviously, and getting close to being out of the league. And he said he wanted a better O line. The Jets are not going to give him a better O line. Probably. It's probably going to be just about the same. So, I mean, I think New Orleans is probably a, a safe bet for Russell Wilson. If not Washington. Washington could want him as well. Yeah. Taylor Heineke not looking too good right now. They've been on the... I mean, the whole team is <laughs> not looking very good. Uh, I mean, we'll get to them in a few games because we'll skip through these couple ones really? next. Uh, Steelers... Steelers Ooh, that's true. He could go to the Steelers. Ooh. 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 The Steelers could be up there, too, because... 
I because Ben's he's saying it's his last year. All signs point to this being Ben's last year, and he's gonna retire. Mike Tomlin, which can bring, bring good for him. Ben and like, yeah, one good sign. I mean, I you you draft a young guy maybe in like the second or third round, and have Russ there to train him. Yep. I mean, bada bing, bada boom. Because who do they have? Dwayne Haskin and Mason Rudolph. Yeah. I don't think they're going forward with those guys as the future. <laughs> let's let's be honest. Has, no, the Redskins didn't even want them. Or the yeah, Washington that's true. Washington football team. Yeah, so it'll be it'll be it'll interesting be to see. Yeah, because I mean, both these teams we've talked. A couple of these teams, all four of them are final four games. Have not been doing well this week. They all got losses uh, handed to them. The Raiders defeated the Broncos seventeen thirteen. The Raiders are also a possible landing spot for Devontae Adams, apparently. Mm. So that could be interesting. Derek Carr and Devontae Adams could be kind of dangerous. I could see it. Um, the Steelers lose the Chiefs 36-10. to They couldn't get anything done in that game whatsoever. Um, Cowboys defeat the football team 56-14. to Good lord, was this game just bullying at its finest in Dallas? It was. I think it's the only way to describe it is bullying. It's straight up bullying at that point. They were just doing whatever they want. The Marcus Lawrence had a pick six. Trayvon Diggs had a pick. They were just at a point. I stopped watching. Blocked a punt for a touchdown. I just stopped watching at a point. I was like, I can't do it anymore. Twenty-six fantasy points for their defense. Twenty-six. That one that put me in the championship in my back home league. Helped me, I should say, put me in the championship. Twenty six mm-hmm. points from a defense. Debo Samuel scored twenty seven by himself in that game against the Titans. Like that shows how good of a day the Dallas defense had. That two touchdowns really helped you. And holding up the fourteen points. So I mean really does. <laughs> just just a tough stretch against the Cowboys this year for the Washington football team. Cowboys and, good. Yeah. Said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know he's happy about that. Um, was it? Who is who's the guy who keeps laying next to Heineke on the turf? Because he did it again this Sunday. I forget who it is. Uh, I think, oh gosh, it's one of the D linemen. I think. I don't remember uh, for sure who it is, but they just keep sacking him or like pressuring him and they're just laying on the ground next to him. And it, it's so funny. <laughs> they're just no, having I so much that. fun. Yeah, and, and Heineke's just. Oh. They're like their best friends. Yeah, Heineke's just like yeah, over it. Oh yeah. my God, I can't believe I'm blanking on his name right now, but. Oh, well. Let's see. Uh, and then our next the game, final Red game of the week, the Red Hot Dolphins. First team in NFL history to go on a seven-game losing streak and then a seven-game winning streak in the same season. Right. Like, oh they, they first eight weeks, they're one and seven. After that, they win seven straight. They're just now sitting at eight and seven all of a sudden and looking at possible playoffs as they face – who are the next teams they face? It'll be the Titans and the Patriots. Yeah, Dolphins mm. I, Dolphins face the Patriots and the Titans these next two weeks. Like, they have a chance to go on an eight-win streak 
maybe even a nine and put themselves firmly in the playoffs. Firmly, literally. Like they're there. <laughs> yeah, like they're they're set, they're locked, they're, they're good set. to go. <laughs> I mean Yeah. So I think the only people yeah. Because the only divisions, like we said, in the AFC that are clinched are the Chiefs with the AFC West. Bills and Patriots are tied with the East at 9-6 and six right now. Again, Dolphins 8-7 and seven right behind them. Um, over in the NFC, the Cowboys have clinched the NFC East at 11-4. and four. Uh, The Cardinals and the Rams have clinched both clinched wild card games. Uh, neither of them have clinched the West yet. The Rams sitting on top. Packers clinched the NFC North. That was a couple weeks ago, though. That one was pretty outright. And the Buccaneers also outright clinched the division in the NFC South. So, again, one, two, one, two, three, four, five teams already from the NFC East. NFC, excuse me, are decided. One team from the AFC is decided so far. Yeah. That's it. Like, that's how big the difference is in either A, how good or how bad these divisions have been this year. So, I mean, well, conferences really in general have been. So, I mean, not not fantastic, but, I mean, it's it's something. It, something to ponder. Um, yeah. And looking at our current top ten of draft order, uh, Jacksonville has number one, Detroit has number two, Houston has number three, Jets have number four. Giants have five. The Jets also have number six from Seattle. Carolina has seven. The Giants are back again at eight with a pick from Chicago. Number nine is Washington. And number 10 is the Falcons. And I will also like to note that currently, Philadelphia has consecutive picks at 19 and 20. And then they also have another at 23. So three. Three picks uh, within five. So three out of five between 19 and 23 for the Eagles. Huge, huge for them. And I think we talked about it. We said they should go defensive players, I think, is what we talked about. Is where the Eagles need to spend their draft picks. So, I mean, they're pretty far down there uh, in the first round. But, like, it should still... It should still you should still get yourself some good defensive guys right there. I mean, we saw how Micah Parsons fell a decent amount uh, in the draft. Yeah. I want to say 13-14 was where he was picked yeah, at. Right. Which obviously that's a lot closer than nineteen twenty, but still, yeah. like, you have a chance of some guy dropping down that people maybe are like, Oh, we don't really need that position and you do and it could work out really well for you. So it's just something to consider. Um, and then we also had our 15 finalists for the Modern Era Hall of Fame class of 2022. We've got Jared Allen, Willie Anderson, Rondé Barber, Tony Bazzelli, Leroy Butler, Devin Hester, Tori Holt, Andre Johnson, Sam Mills, Richard Seymour, Zach Thomas, Demarcus Ware, Reggie Wayne, and my boys Patrick Willis and Bryant Young also okay. rounding out those guys as well. I think like a lot of these guys, I think are going to like, you think Devin Hester won't make first ballot. Like he's got to be a lock. He's got to be a lock at this point. 
Uh, DeMarcus Ware, I could see being a lock as well. Um, I don't know. A couple of these guys, Torrey Holt and Andre Johnson, I think, could also be close. And Patrick Willis. Jared Allen, who, I mean, there's a lot of these guys. I'm like, oh, maybe they could be, maybe they won't be. But, I mean, how many, I don't remember how many of the 15 make it. Because all 15 uh, don't make it. How much? I think it's half. I think, yeah, I think it's like half, like seven of them. Seven, six. I yeah. feel like, I feel like the more, dang, I got to see the list. Cause I forgot the names. Yeah, here, I'll send it to you real quick. But like, Jared Allen, I'm like, well, maybe Jared Allen doesn't make it right away. I don't think, I don't think Jared you Allen know? makes it right Rondé Barber could make it there. Like it's like, oh, you know, maybe. Um, Bryant Young could another be one of those kind of maybes. Patrick Willis, uh, I feel like he's he might be right on the line. I think he should really make it. Um, I, that's just the Niners in me. Torrey yeah, Holt, Reggie, I think, could really make it. Devin Reggie Hester Wayne, for sure. Reggie Wayne will make it. Yeah. Sam Mills, Richard Seymour, Bryant Young. How much was that? Uh, Sam Mills, Richard Seymour, Bryant Young. That's four. That's four. Yep. So we're saying Devin Hester, and then Zach if we go seven, I mean Tory Holt or not? I think Tory Holt could make it. Maybe not Devin Hester. I think maybe Tory Holt. And I uh, see. I I I stay locked with Devin Hester. Like I feel like I feel like he's making it. I don't think. I don't think he is. This this is probably his first one up, so I think maybe Demarcus Ware. Okay, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, Demarcus Ware. I'm trying to think who Zach Thomas was, but I know that's like the kind of one that's like not ringing a bell. Yeah, really. Sam Mills didn't really ring a bell for me either, but I mean, it's probably I, I just know, my lack of football Madden. knowledge. I know him from Madden. Oh, <laughs> I know him from Madden. <laughs> But yeah, like that's like it's crazy how slowly a lot of these finals like are starting to be like, man, didn't these guys like just get done playing? It feels yeah. like like I seen Reggie Wayne play Demarcus Ware, Patrick Willis. I didn't see Devin Hester. like Jared Allen, Jared, Jared Allen too. Allen. Like, wait a minute, didn't we see these guys? Weren't these guys just in the league or something? But I mean, Peyton Manning just got in last year, so like. <laughs> That's how close we are to stuff anymore. Like we grew up on him playing for the Broncos and the Colts and him making that Super Bowl and then retiring and doing all this stuff. And now all of a sudden he's in the Hall of Fame already. It's like, whoa, that was fast. Yeah, but he's Peyton Manning. Uh, Yeah, he's Peyton Manning. He's going to be in the Hall of Fame no matter what. Yeah, that's true. Good Lord. We're almost at 45 minutes and we've done NFL the entire time. That's crazy. Well, um. I, I want to round out NFL quick before we go to college uh, with RIP to the GOAT, John Madden, passing away. I, was, I think that was yesterday is when he passed away. It was oh – God, I want to say it was just yesterday. Oh, it was two days ago. Gosh, these weeks are starting to blend together. It's not good. But Tuesday, John Madden passing away early that morning. Um, unbelievable story that he's had. Like 10 seasons as a Raiders head coach. 112, 39, and 7 overall record as a head coach. Uh, it's the best winning percentage of any coach playing at least coaching in at least 100 games. Uh, 
American Football League champion, won a Super Bowl, uh, thir- then he did 30 years of broadcasting, and obviously created the great game of Madden that we all know and love today, yeah. that Lavelle is basically a professional at at this point. <laughs> um, and so, obviously, if we don't get him on the cover next year, I think we all riot. I think that's the only logical explanation uh, mm. and the only logical response to that. So I think we write it down, bookmark it. We're putting John Madden on the cover of Madden next year, Madden 23, and just call it good. Like, we, we all know what's happening. That's what we're going to do. Um, but, yeah, unbelievable guy. Almost, I wouldn't, not the creator of the Turducken, but one of the, the main vocal voices for the Turducken for Thanksgiving games. Kind of created those Thanksgiving Day game traditions of handing out the turkey legs and stuff like that. Um, so much John Madden did over his career. And, I mean, some people don't ag- agree with what he did during his lifetime. I've seen some tweets that are just in my mind, unbelievably not, I wouldn't say completely wrong, but like maybe not presented the best way or like this information seems like a stretch and you're just trying to, a guy just died and you're all of a sudden you're trying to badmouth his name. Like, all right, a little soon for that, but people can do what they want on Twitter anymore. So we'll just leave it at that at that point. But, I mean, yeah, R.I.P. the GOAT. John Madden was great, fantastic. I mean, sadly, I never really got to listen to any of his, his broadcasts live, but as a digital media student, I, I, I know of John Madden and his broadcast. Yeah, yeah. So. He's great. He's great. He was a funny broadcaster. Dude, he was. Like, watching all those highlights on Twitter and Instagram and stuff were just fantastic. Yeah. It, just a great, just great to watch all day long. Um, but yeah, uh, we'll move on here to quick our bowl games. Uh, obviously, a lot of them getting canceled. Uh, the SEC has done terribly so far in bowl games. Um, I think the only win they've gotten from an SEC team is South Carolina. South Carolina's in the SEC, right? No, wait, right? Yeah, they're in the SEC. South Carolina, I think, is their only win SEC win in bowl games so far. Um, besides obviously Oklahoma, who, who was the, also is moving to the SEC, uh, as they defeated Oregon, uh, 47, 32, uh, Iowa Clemson defeats Iowa state in the cheese it bowl as Dabo Sweeney gets a cheese it bath instead of Gatorade. That was pretty funny to watch, uh, 2013 in favor of Clemson. The cheese it mascot for the bowl game is hilarious. If you have not seen what he looks like. Google it. It's so funny. Like I'm looking at a picture right now and it's just the goofy it's is Dabo Sweeney holding a cup full of Cheez Its next to this guy and it's it's just the goofiest picture I've ever seen. Um Houston defeats Auburn seventeen thirteen. Minnesota over West Virginia eighteen to six. They showed a graphic in that game. The average weight of a Minnesota O lineman is heavier than a Minnesota Vikings O lineman. Yeah, so on right. average, they're heavier. And then we might have had like the biggest big man touchdown of all time, which was huge in the NFL this week. I completely forgot to talk about. We had like four or five big yeah. man touchdowns in the NFL, like the greatest thing on earth. I see not even talking about the big man touchdowns. He I know. I get, I'm get. i getting sidetracked. See, unfocusedness is getting to me. It's 
it's it's corrupted my head after three years of doing this 69 episodes of doing this show it's just it's gotten to my head i guess yeah. but yeah great game by minnesota i mean go big 10 we love to see that um other big games uh, a lot of them haven't played yet iowa kentucky play saturday that one's going to be exciting they play kentucky uh Currently, right now, Michigan is playing Pittsburgh. Michigan, Michigan State, excuse me, is playing Pittsburgh. Michigan. Yeah, Michigan State, excuse me, uh, in the Peach Bowl. They're up 10-7 to in the second. Uh, earlier today, South Carolina defeats North Carolina 38-21 to in the Dukes-Mayo Bowl. So many jokes have been made about that bowl game today because yeah. everyone's just making fun of the Mayo. Uh <laughs> Mike Golick uh, Jr. on the broadcast dipped a cookie and an Uncrustable in mayo and ate it on live television. So that's disgusting, first of all. Uh, I I don't want any part of trying that. Let's just not even talk about it. Yeah. And people thought Jerry Johnson's cheese whiz on an Oreo was bad. That that might be worse. That's so... Yeah. Um, And then they got a what was it? Four and a half gallons of mayo gets dumped on the winning coach. So yeah. I got to see that video before he came into the podcast too. And everyone's making fun of him. Cause they're like, no, he's got to go to concussion protocol. Cause they, they hit him with the jug of mayo on the head. Like they drop it on his head as they go to pick it up and dump it on him. And it's like four and a half gallons of mayo in a Gatorade tub. And you just hit Whoa. this dude, dropped it on this guy's head. I think like, probably hurts. That had like he's smiling the whole time, but you know he's like, "Oh my god, my head's in so my much head, pain right now." Yeah. Like people, everybody in the uh, comments on Twitter, are like concussion protocol. He's got to go. He's got to go right now. <laughs> like put him in it. Uh, but yeah, Duke's Mayo Bowl might be the biggest bowl game that's had the most attention. Really, I think all year besides like the playoffs. Like even before that, I think they, they, I don't remember who they came at on Twitter and made fun of them. Because they made fun of him on, I don't for just for Mayo in general. I think. Mm. Oh, it was Matthew Judon of the Patriots? I think he had said he didn't like Mayo, yeah. and so the Mayo Bowl came after him and yeah. said it was what it was okay or something like sent him a score of some game. I think uh, that week. I think the Patriots had ended up losing that week, so they screen they screenshot and sent it to him something like that. It's been a couple weeks, but <laughs> um. And then finally, the Music City Bowl wrapped up just a little bit ago as we were during this podcast because it went into overtime. Purdue mm-hmm. gets a win over Tennessee, forty-eight to forty-five. Purdue uh, Music City Bowl record for points scored. So huge, huge scoring game. I mean, looking at the passing game, O'Connell for Purdue, five hundred thirty-four yards, five touchdowns passing. Hooker for Tennessee. 378 yards, five touchdowns. Mm. They don't, the Tennessee had, Tillman, hit the receiver, had seven receptions for 150 yards and three touchdowns. Meanwhile, Thompson of Purdue had seven receptions for 217 yards and two touchdowns. Like, mm. un- Tennessee scored 21 in the first quarter. Unbelievable. What a game. What a game. But yeah, and then... Before we wrap this up quickly, as we're at 50 minutes, uh, fantasy. I talked a little bit about this earlier. I am back yeah. in the championship for my back home league. We never thought I'd be back. I didn't think I'd be back. I didn't know if I wanted to be back, but I'm back after a comeback win. 
uh, earlier. I'm in third place for our BVU league that has no money on it. Our Yahoo league lost to BPAT. I'll accept that loss. It was a good win by him. He had T. Higgins, who mm-hmm. scores a lot. Um, so it's just like, okay, I'll, I'll take it. It's fine. I'll, I'll play third place. Um, and then I beat you to move on to the fifth place matchup yeah. who I play Smitty in. So for fifth place, it's the battle of the Austins in our money league. Neither of us are getting money anymore. So it's just pride at this point. Yeah. So Do I you still have a matchup though, level? You got to yeah, play, somebody? play somebody or whoever lost last week. Probably Jack, I would assume. Or ooh, it might be Trey. Actually, I take it back. I think it's Trey. So you'll have to play Trey. Um, but other fantasy news. Cooper Cup only needs 22.65 fantasy points to pass Jerry Rice for the most fantasy points by a wide receiver in a single season in NFL history. Uh, he plays the Ravens this week, so it could be entirely possible with their decimated secondary. So had, something to look for there. And Jerry Rice's Yeah, training. they did it by paper that day, that way. Oh my God, that's awful. Mm-hmm. They've had fantasy for quite a while. Uh, it's it's been a really long time since they've had fantasy football because, like, I know uh, just because I know Matthew Barry and stuff. Uh, whose birthday was yesterday? Shout out to him. Obviously, he doesn't mm-hmm. hear this, but uh, he's when he started, he started with fantasy baseball and like high school and he had to do it all on paper with a calculator and stuff and so let's see when did it fantasy football uh started in 1962 Mm. and the part owner of the oakland raiders bill winkenbach gathered some friends in new york city hotel and they created the first fantasy football league dubbed the greater oakland professional pigskin prognosticators league but it was a became a weekly game in newspapers in 1990 so that's the more you know the more you know at this point yeah a little bit of history from us i guess um and so speaking of points and t higgins sign for the perfect lineup of course uh from nfl fantasy the league that we no longer have any money invested in, but here it is. Yeah. We've got three Cincinnati Bengals players on this lineup. And I believe they combined for almost 300 points. All these teams at quarterback from the Bengals, Joe Burrow. We talked about him 38.1 at running back. One of the Los Angeles chargers, Justin Jackson with 34.2. At running back two, Bengals player again, Joe Mixon, 31 and a half. At wide receiver one, here he is, T. Higgins, the top scorer for the week, 43.4 points. Jeez. That hurts to throw up against. That hurts to get thrown up against, mm-hmm. he doesn't, Lavelle. Yes, it does. does. <laughs> Don't worry, I know the pain. I know the pain as well. Uh, <laughs> wide receiver two of the Packers, Devontae Adams, 33.4. At tight end, Mark Andrews, 26.5 for the Ravens. Kicker Ryan Suckup of the Buccaneers with 14. Pretty sure. No, never mind. I was going to say the Rams kicker, I think, had almost had 14. No, he had 12. And then defense. Not even the Cowboys defense, but the Dolphins with 25 points. Sheesh, Dolphins going crazy. They did. I'm surprised the Dallas defense didn't have more than that, actually. Huh. That's pretty surprising. But yeah. yeah, there you go. Perfect team right there for you. 
Some great games coming up this week. Wonderful games. Great games coming up this week. Uh, Trey Lance, again, it might be starting for the Niners. That's the game I'm most excited for. I can't wait to see him play, um, especially after everyone's been saying, oh, this month of practice he had, he's looked fantastic. Fred Warner yelled at him because he wasn't taking risks with the defense. The defense wasn't getting better. So he had a talking to with him, and he's been better ever since. He's had his best yeah. month of practice. Uh, John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan have said. So I'm I'm just ready to see this kid play. I, that's that's yeah. all I want. <laughs> that's all I want really at this point. He's so, probably older than you talking about. Let's see the kid play. I think we're about the same age almost. Mm. I like it's really close, which makes me feel really old. Uh, he is just over a year older than I am. Just under a year older than I am, because he was born in May of two thousand. I'm April of two thousand one, oh, so geez. eleven months older than me. So, Sheesh. not quite a year. Not quite a year. He's older than but, me too. <laughs> yeah, he's older than both of us, but <laughs> real close to the same age. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I think that's covers about everything. Nice long yeah. episode following Christmas. We love to see it. But a Merry Christmas, Happy New Year's. New Year's is coming up. We'd love to see that. New Year's Eve is tomorrow. Any no. resolutions for the new year, Lavelle? Um, Besides be better at fantasy football? I mean, other than that nope. one? Nope. Maybe find a new team. Chargers Maybe find a new team. Lakers we'll see if the Chargers are Lakers are killing you. The Chargers are killing you. Oh, my God. Ridiculous. <laughs> a heart attack, man. Lavelle is searching for new sports teams. That's his resolution. Don't let sports teams get to him so much. <laughs> don't let it affect me so much. But no sports fan has ever lived up to that resolution. I don't think. Never. I don't think that one's ever been possible. <laughs> um, but on that note, I think that'll do it for us this week. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So again, we'll see you in 2022 next week when we are back with next football year. and focused. Next year, when we're back next year, 2022.